Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. Who that? You're rolling with Jason and John, 929 FM ESPN. What a beautiful, gorgeous day it is today in Memphis, Tennessee. A beautiful 76 degrees outside. Don't get many days like this in Memphis in August. So enjoy, people. We've got a lot to talk about here. Sean Tui and Sean Tui Jr. have both responded to Michael Orr's claims, a story that broke yesterday uh, and a story that continues to be one today, certainly. National. I heard Jeff was called up to big CNN, and yet he turned it down. Yeah. Probably because this thing feels so icky, mm-hmm. so uncomfortable, because you don't know sort of which side to come down on. Um, but we will talk about what Sean Tui and his son had to say in response. Sean Tui to Jeff Calkins, uh, the Daily Memphian. Shout out to the Daily Memphian. That made national news. I believe he's, Jeff's the only man who got Sean on the record. Uh, I believe Sean Jr. talked to Barstool. So a little bit different. Let's be real. Talking to Jeff, talking to Barstool, come on, man. You know, you're talking to Harvard on one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Where do we put Barstool? What bottom. level of academia? The bottom. There we but, go. I mean, that's his generation, though. That's his. Uh, that's his. That's app. true. That is true. That so. is true. And he had plenty to say. Uh, Jets decide. How about this, John? They want to cook. Yeah. Got plenty of NFL running back news. I can't wait to get to that. For those that are still on, lot bailed when America got dispatched. John's one of them. I was. Sp- I was never in. Spain is through to the Women's World Cup final. So I just want to make that clear. I was never in. I quizzed John on go the other woke, two. Go woke. Yeah. Go home. <laughs> I quizzed you. I can't believe you're doing that, that you're piling on there. What? That you're part of that crew. Dude, I... That's killing them for the ill. I'm a red-blooded American. Because they're so woke. I like steak and potatoes. As you say. You know? Um, And then sad news, obviously, with uh, Memphis showboat Alex Collins, former NFL running back, gone at 28, motorcycle accident in Florida. Awful, awful news. And uh, certainly thinking about his family. Uh, today, because you never, you know, you never expect that kind of call. It's always a bit of a whiplash here. This open monologue, you know, you just never know where it's gonna. It's like a range of emotions, you know. That's right. Despair, death, heartache, you know. Uh, well, that was real. Okie doke. With, I just when you, you know, I just want you to know there is re- there's real news going on out there. There is, and and the details I mean, and, of Alex Collins' oh, accident were uh, pretty graphic, and I guess they sort of published those because. Uh, they want to raise awareness and and mm-hmm. and people to be you know to know what this looks like. Three games play with showboats. Yeah, this year. Yeah. So I mean, he was their guy for a minute. Yeah, it's been a tragic uh, tragic year for the Razorbacks because you uh, Ryan Mallett, uh-huh. um, the 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 Memphis MUS kid that yeah. was committed there, yeah. the young man that was committed there. Exactly. Um, passed away on the farm in a what was it a, a, a accident on the. Uh, what do they call those things? A little four-wheeler? Uh, on the Deion four-wheeler. Stutz was yeah, his Stutz. name. Um, Chris Smith passed away as well. Uh, so this has been a very, uh, very hard year for uh, Razorbacks Indeed. fans. So, uh, man, heart goes out to the Arkansas Razorback family there. That's a lot of loss and a lot of tragedy. So For sure. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into all of that today here on the show. Jessica Benson's going to join us. Uh, 
in the next segment, we'll talk you know all things Memphis with her. And then uh, at one twenty-five, Jeff Calkins is going to join us. Uh, Spurn CNN for for us today, so appreciate that for sure. So we'll get into all of that uh, on the show. I don't know. There's a few things um, that that we should probably discuss here on the show today. Uh, one of them being these rumblings about what Memphis's future conference home could look like mm. and how that could maybe even change. Yes. Um, I know I, I, I swore that I wouldn't care about it. But, yes, you did. So I'm going to have to turn it over to you. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're just going to come on back. Yeah, I mean, I That's guess what you do. I guess realistically, and we like, have to because I, it. Come on, it's, it's shifting sands. It always I, I, is. I find it just and sort of by accident, right? Like I don't like. I used to like look for like Memphis to the Big Twelve type stuff, you know, uh, actively, and now I, I just sort of find it finds me. And the latest thing that found me is that uh, this, you know, and again, it's all sort of back room deal type Twitter guys, but uh, one of the more, I guess, prominent voices on a conference realignment that's not affiliated with a network, that's just a person on Twitter, has put out in the universe that there are four teams from the AAC that could be close to leaving the AAC to join the Pac-4. Tell me more. That's all I got, actually. I mean, I don't have more. He didn't specify the four teams. Okay, but then there was more about if the four teams can do that, then wouldn't that dissolve? Right there, could that that threat of them leaving would dissolve the rest of the AAC. Yeah, and perhaps like then some, you have a re, a merger. But there was some sorts? possibly there was some wasn't talk that the like, second line? Yeah, of that? Like, like ESPN could uh could basically cancel the contract because it was a billion dollar deal over the course of you know however many years, right? Um, so that it would free up you know. A lot of liquidity for them, and in, in, in a league that, let's be honest, is just second rate compared to their other properties. So, I, again, I don't know what their inventory, uh, you know, thresholds are and what they have to have. But if ESPN is trying to get out of the, um, you know, the 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 sports rights fees game with you know some of these leagues, this is an easy out to do that. Um, this is the tweet you're referring to from uh, M something. Yeah, twenty-seven thousand followers. You got. Like you I mean, said, it's a little back room. It is back room. Yeah, take it with a grain of salt. That's what we do in Memphis, though. Here, here's what you it? said. Yes, it is. Well, we're looking for anyway, anyhow, anyway, by any means necessary. Hearing Pack has a commitment from four AAC schools to leave the conference and join theirs. This could possibly create leverage to get the AAC to vote to dissolve the conference and get the majority of the schools to merge with the Pack. So you'd be technically. More than just four joining the four from the pack, from the pack four now. Yep. If you if you if the four from the AAC threaten to leave, maybe it dissolves the rest of it. You get more. You know, does that is is that a deal where you've got enough of the pack, the old pack twelve that, and and enough from the AAC again, not an eight team, but if you can dissolve the AAC and bring a bunch over with you, is that enough to, you know, be big enough, right, to have a seat at the table, right. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's the fundamental question. And I haven't, like, we have not seen, you know, for example, Pete Thamel or anybody like that uh-huh. follow up on this. But that, again, that sounds right to me because the Pac-4 has no options. I mean, it, it's almost like, because you have the AQ status at stake here, too, that you really don't want to lose. Well, right. And that's so, why, you know, can you can you sort of keep that in piece terms it together, of, have a couple of years. Remember, you know? it's it's dissolving, at least according to you know, this this approach. It's the four threatening and then it dissolves. So maybe you you, you keep while it's only four pack former Pac twelve schools, maybe that plan would be you do that to come under you know, I don't know what happens to a resco, you know, in in that when it when it comes to you know, got you still got I guess Klavkov holding on. Right, right. I don't know but, how. But my, how, po- yeah. my point is, you merge and you're not a new AAC. You're a new, you know, pack whatever. Pack. Yeah. I mean, I think and that- then with that, are you automatic qualifier, or, or as I point out to you, is there another option where at least if they don't, if the big boys don't want to include you with them, and you could see why, with how powerful the the Big Ten, SEC, SEC first are right now. Even Big Twelve's gotten stronger. If that, are you the best thing outside? So if that the college football playoff, like we said, still includes a spot for the best thing outside the power structure, are, is there still a seat at the table for you? 
well, in that. Whether it's automatic qualifier from you know old Pac-12 well, yes. status or yes. are you best thing outside? I think you have in a I conference you, with those four and most of the AAC. Well, or the AQ the status member. I assume was negotiated into the current television contract of the College Football Playoff, which expires not this year but next, right after next year. I think that's right, uh, or maybe it's even the year after that because before it changes, right? I mean, I I, I need to look that up uh, because I think that's sort of when all that gets negotiated, like who's a uh, you know. Um, Who's an AQ and who is not? And I think that was already, yeah, so uh, 24 and 25. So mm-hmm. you have this season and then you have next. Right, right. But but, but there, was, two years. There, there was always the new format that was going to include that. 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 Yeah, that, right, going to so, include. But yeah, so that has blown not up. Been, that has not been renegotiated not, yet. Right, so you still, owe, you still have that AQ status even in the new 12-team format, right, for two that years. That was the plan. For two years and, until that, that negotiation will come right. up. But but, but, I, but my point is, if the, even if is there a second option now? Even if they kick you out from that, even oh, if, yeah, if whatever transitions yeah, over, now you feel from, pretty good that you can you're the be best the, of the rest. Exactly right. That you're the best of the rest, and, and that was definitely in doubt. If, for example, Oregon State, Washington State, Stanford, and Cal join the Mountain West, for Cor- example, correct. I mean, so that's what we're sort of talking through here is that if this does go down, it is the best possible scenario for Memphis if they're not well, going to get into the Big 12 or the Big 10 or the ACC or, you know, To me, it's a, it's a lot better than trying to wait on the ACC to get poached, right, or wait on the SEC to well, get, yeah, you know, eventually get on board with Florida State or whatever ACC because that seems no. like that, right? That yeah. seems long down the road, yeah. if ever. Yeah, so and at so least it, with this opportunity, you know, you do a line. I mean, you you shore up. You know the bottom of your league, right? Like it's it's Callens. Like they're again. It, we're we're assuming that Memphis is a part of this four. If Memphis is not a part of well, this well, four, who's got the leverage to say we're out and dissolve that? You know, that's what I would ask you. It's it happens. It's you not. Would, you would assume it's, not it's Rice. the few remaining it's not, members, right? Yes. Right. That it's a few. I mean, it would be who SMU, have been OGs in the league. SMU, Memphis. You would certainly, Tulane, certainly think are two of the four. If this is indeed true, SMU, Tulane, Memphis. Who's the fourth? USF because they're Florida. I mean, you really going to go coast to coast? I guess so. I guess you could do that. Yeah, USF. Um, that that would make the most sense on paper, right? Those four schools. Um, so if you're talking about a league now of Memphis, SMU, Tulane, and USF to go with Cal, Stanford, Oregon State, Washington State, that's eight. I don't know if you bring. Well, that's what I'm saying. If it triggers a dissolve by the rest of for the rest of the AAC, you bring the. The strongest of the rest over Which with is you. Who? I mean, I, I, is there anybody you actually want? I don't know. That's up to ESPN. From the rest, it's, of it's it? completely well, be up, up to it. ESPN in terms of it picking out the rest of those guys. Well, because be, well this would be an Apple deal, right? I mean, th- if if this happens, Memphis will be playing its games on Apple TV. Because that, I don't want to be part of that deal with those subscriptions. That's why they all bailed in the first place. That's a that's a terrible deal. But I'm saying that's where they're going to get the 15 million, though. That's the deal. That because I saw trying to keep going. They can, yes, they want to keep. They, this is not an ESPN's getting out of it. Is was my understanding, and it was going to become an Apple thing now with the Pac Four and and Memphis and like and Memphis merging. And if they you know if it if it takes this form, so there would be. When is ESPN's contract with the AAC up? Not for a while. I know. Yeah. What but, what happens to that? Well, they would get out of it. They would say this is void because why wouldn't ESPN see value in bringing over these four Pac former Pac Twelve schools? It doesn't have much of a foothold in the West anymore, and adding them to what's already solid to decent contact content that they've already agreed. Hey, when you're losing these guys, we're going to still keep you here at the seven million. They why, why wouldn't they see value in that? But will they give and, them and you, fifteen and, million? And, will they give them fifteen? Which is what Apple is giving them. I have no idea. I would. I, I, they're at seven now. Maybe. Maybe they would. Maybe they wouldn't. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I again, I don't. I don't know. like that Apple deal because it's about subscriptions. It is about subscriptions. who's subscribing to this. Well, we're talking about how it's our only pathway, but let's be real. I mean, is that deal ever going to materialize look, in a way that's been a you know that really pays out? That, pain that was the, the question the, the entire time. Well, they were right. they wanted you know fifty million thirty you know I mean that's what they they wanted right I mean. Obviously, Memphis would be over the freaking moon. They would definitely do an Apple deal for fifteen million. Plus. Well, I don't know how. I'd, okay, I, I mean, I, I, I see. Your, I want the ESPN deal. I agree with you. In a perfect world, you would. It would ESPN would be facilitating this. But I don't know how you dissolve the AAC. Take the take the majority of the good members, including right. the four that are threatening to right. to go and create this to happen, and then get get more money out of it. The, well, and keep the same. Exactly. The same. But if you've got the majority of those schools, why wouldn't they want to keep their nose in there? It's a better league with those four teams. 
you shave off the trash at the bottom of the AAC. What I mean, I mean, let's be real. There, there's a lot that you that not to like now, right? But you shave it off and you you keep that and you give them fifteen, whatever you you match the Apple deal, dude. You're I tell you what, man, you are a great contract negotiator for the person that's trying to get the contract. You know, we got we got we got to get you in a management position. You're here. still not even close to what you're paying the big boys. Are you like, are you interested in in maybe running Odyssey someday? Uh. No. Okay, because that would be. I couldn't do that. I, that would. I, I mean, I, I, I would. I, I would have, love seeing you every three I'm years. I'm just telling you right now. I don't. <laughs> we don't want any part of that Apple deal. Yes. No. I, I, practically, no. For you and me, no. Memphis, yes. So it's one of those things where it's like you're going to have to sort of sacrifice and, and shear the sheep a if bit. If you're taking the Apple deal, then Oresco's up out of here. It's done. Right. Because that's a clear. Who would run the That's that's them. But you're even hearing that they don't want George having any say in it. So I don't know who would run it. I mean, it's a good question. They didn't. They install somebody else that they'd have to. I don't know if that would be Mike. I don't know if that would be a different person, the Pac-12 that's still around. I don't know. That deal. That deal was for them to stay together. It was for them to stay together. Yes. Yes. But it was a lot. And you're telling me it would carry over for these four? Well, it would not be as rich, but it would still be. You know. The best they can get, probably. Then I, I just think ESPN. The only reason why ESPN would sit by and let it happen is that they can just get out of it. They can just press eject, and they're just out of this league and this. Yeah, I see your point Secondary, there. but I think there's tier. value. Focus on the they, Big Twelve they need and the content. SEC. I mean, uh, what are we talking? Well, how much content do they need? I don't know. Like, do they really need ESPN Plus inventory to justify the price at this point? I don't know. I don't think they've pushed the eject button like you have on Memphis football and said it's over yet. They're not ready to say we're done. They need it right now. Well, they need it for the time being. Yeah, look, I mean, there are going to the have to be sacrifices somewhere along the way. I mean, you can't get it all. So you're saying all on what? Either way, whatever. You wouldn't do we'll it. work out whatever. I, yeah, well, the TV I mean, deal a, it thing. Is, it which is deal? a big piece of yeah. it. I mean, well, it's it is huge. the piece. It's of the it. piece. Yeah. So, but you're saying you would not support it if it goes from ESPN Plus and ESPN to Apple? Well, my preference would obviously be ESPN, even even if it's a little bit less, because of because frankly because of the platform I'm on. Still, Let, let's be I real. Agree, the one thing you. we've said about being in the AAC, well, at least you got a good deal with ESPN. Like you can see it all. You ain't got to go digging, you know, for Memphis when when they're when it's on. And and that was the great thing about when you were losing. Houston, Cincy, we assumed that they wanted to rework the deal, everything, lower the they, – they stayed with you. And so, to me, this would only be increasing the value, adding these four schools to what's already, you know, some pretty good content. Yes, if it's – yes, perhaps, they, obviously, they don't want to pay more than what Apple's offering or pay more than the seven the, – you know, a ton more than the seven million they're paying each school right now. Right. But even if you could get it at a little less – that's better to me because, again, look what Memphis did in terms of its brand while on ESPN during this fight. The, the, you know, the fact that that five-year run aligned in part with this deal, it was fantastic. Everybody saw you. You got a chance to put those uniforms out there. Everybody saw it. Man, look at this, look, look at this school. Look at all, all the uniforms they got in foot. You know what I'm saying? That, that's what there, – there's, there's, an, there's an added value, obviously. Right. Yeah, so the same guy, MHVER3, said yesterday, hearing ESPN is open to the idea of canceling the AAC contract and that Apple deal for a PAAC could be worth as much as $15 million per school if the right schools are involved. So his thing is if you're going, if you're dissolving and taking the pack four, you're keeping that Apple deal. You're Correct. going with that. You're going. They're, they're, it would give Apple the uh, foothold they have been looking for with college sports and streaming. And, and subscription. Lot, yeah. Now I guess ESP, ESPN's cutting where they can. Well, yeah, because but, they. But again, you have. They to, have the you, Big you Twelve and they have on. the SEC. I mean, it's true. I mean, that's what they have, and so, you know, I mean, I, look, I it's a pay, it's a giant pain in the ass. I guess we'd have to do Apple TV. That's the way we would get if, them. Now. If, if it's the only option and still better than seven million, then you then you then you roll with it. Yeah, I mean, either I way, that that's a better look. That conference, it's a better look. Yep, and even. More money, yes. according to you, 15 on an per. Apple deal than what you're getting right now, you'd have to roll with it. Yes. Uh, you so, would roll with it and you would love it. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, anyway, look, this is uh, – I'd like I'd like that league. I'd, uh, damn. I can, do I get Apple to – can I get it on Superbox? I don't think so. I think this is even too great for Superbox, brother. What does an Apple TV subscription run? Man, Y'all better look know. it up. I don't. I don't want another bill. Y'all better when I'm look all, it I was up. Already, 
Already got it on ESPN. Apple TV Plus. Oh, this is gonna break you. Six ninety nine a month. Six ninety nine. Yeah, and then does you it, can and then you does can it just go up after the first three months. No, and then you can cancel ESPN Plus. You're probably getting out cheaper. I mean, ESPN Plus would then become useless, right? Well, you get a you get you get some behind the scenes in terms of the reading. It's not just. Oh, that's true. It's not just that the, is the true. content on, telev- on but television. But I would say it's not yeah, worth I mean, it. Would then you know, not they, be they got some insider stuff. ESPN that's Plus worth. is easy to justify when you're going to have 10 to 15 Memphis games on it a year, but it's harder to justify when you're going to have none. And, oh, i got to read you know, Jonathan Gavoni's draft intel. I mean, it, 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 it can be, but mm-hmm. it's – I mean, I, I don't know. You don't find yourself behind their little paywall quite a bit? Uh, not knowingly, not like, oh man, I gotta. Feels like to me, it's at least you know forty percent of my reading on ESPN. They they drop behind that paywall. Yeah. So. Anyway. So, but the price would have to come down, obviously. Right. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. They'll it's... still get me on little four ninety five or something for the reading. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, what uh... is, isn't it? Is it eight or eleven ninety nine now per month? Uh, yeah. Mine is. Yeah. I think I think well, it's, it's gone up. up. It's, it's definitely up. it's it's, it's absolutely up. increased over the last yeah. year or so. So. Anyway, um, yeah, that is the uh, that is the latest. Uh, there is some movement, commitment by, according to this guy on Twitter, perhaps. As you said, you said keep back. You channel. gotta, you gotta, this is back channel stuff. You gotta sort of think that if this was like really happening, though, one of these damn well, somebody would have jumped on by somebody now. would have had by it, now, right? And then it's been out there, so you'd, but so you'd have I seen don't know. The, I mean, the official follow-up. This guy but. wouldn't have twenty-seven thousand followers if he was just consistently wrong, would he? I don't think so. I don't. I mean, I, that's my assumption, but I don't know. Could there be winds of change blowing for Memphis? Could they be right back in this uh, same spot in two days? Let me get my hopes up again. Just be let down in two days. I don't know, but that's the latest. Because they do get shot down pretty quick. SMU, what did that do? Correct. Yeah, Got shot down fast. That's right. That's right. Around so, we went crazy for a minute. If anything you, changes, I'm talking to. Yeah. No, it was scary. It was a dark time when it felt like SMU was going to go to the ACC. And how fast it gets shot down. True. So I'm saying my point, well, this, this could be shot different. down by tomorrow. There's like nothing. There's You just have skeletal remains here. You know, the ACC actually was a prestigious conference still. You know, this is like, I mean, if you can't get into this, it's bad, bro. Are you right? Well, it's already bad. But uh, anyway, if anything changes, anything comes up, we'll let you know. We'll talk to Jessica Benson about it and more on the other side. Jason and John, I Turn FM, ESPN. Football season quickly approaching. FanDuel's giving you the chance to win all season long. This is a great one because right now when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you'll get bonus bets every time that team wins in the regular season. So why would you not take a team that you've got projected to win the most games in the NFL this year? That'd certainly be the Kansas City Chiefs. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl. And you're going to get bonus bets for every victory during the regular season. So you're getting paid all regular season, whether your team wins the Super Bowl or not. You can use those bonus bets to bet on spreads, player props, over-unders, uh, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Smith. Start earning those bonus bets with America's number one sports book just in time for the season. That's FanDuel.com slash J-S-M-I-T-H. It's only on FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner, of course, of 929FM. ESPN must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issues. Now withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Max bonus $50 unless other, specified otherwise. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. I'm Chelsea Messenger helping you keep the book with BetQL. Pirate starter Bailey Falter has yet to pick up a win this season, going 0-7 in nine starts between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. But the BetQL model doesn't think he'll get win number one on the season. The Mets are well out of the playoff picture, but BetQL model is still backing New York tonight. Today's BetQL best bet is taking the Mets at home over the Pirates. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL and download the BetMGM app today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date to Detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jessica Benson is a TikTok travel agent, host of the Jessica Benson Show on Grind City Media. Catch on the Grizz Radio Network here on 92.9 FM ESPN. She joins us every Tuesday. She joins us now. Hello, Jessica. What's up, guys? Uh, a lot, actually. Uh, so the latest <laughs> is, uh, I don't even know. Like, uh, it's it's hard to get into adoption and conservatorship. Although you are a Britney Spears expert, uh, but uh, but I am I am cu- more curious to get your thoughts on. I don't know if we'd call them reports. I don't know what we call them. Uh, tweets, posts about potentially a merger between the AAC and the uh, skeletal remains of the Pac-12. Oh, man. How looking for a way, Jessica? How, just looking for a way. Now it sounds like uh, Apple was willing to still pay fifteen million for this, which I'd say good on you if you can get that. Um, how much better of a league is that if it's Memphis, SMU, Tulane, USF, and then the remaining Pac Four? I mean, is it you know a whole letter grade better? Like, just give us as a, as a Pac twelve expert. Is it a, is it a roundup? Yeah, is, <laughs> is it, it like an eighty five, ninety, seventy percent? So yeah. we're renting it out to a seat. What are we dealing with? Man, it's tough. I brought up the the crazy idea of Memphis trying to fight its way into the Pac-12 uh, like a couple weeks ago while we were still in the throes of figuring out who would remain in the Pac-12. And in that scenario, I had envisioned perhaps a world where it always felt to me that Washington and Oregon were going to find their way, some way, somehow, to the Big Ten. And so in my old Pac-12 remains, I thought Arizona, Arizona State – Colorado and Utah might still be there. And then Colorado leaves and then Utah leaves and Arizona and Arizona State and vice versa. So now you're sitting in a position where if you're Memphis, notoriety-wise, does your grade improve? Sure. It makes your travel exponentially more difficult. It all comes down to if you want to fight to be a player in the conversation of schools that still move the needle a little bit more than perhaps the – UABs or the Charlottes of the world, the UTSAs that you exist with now, cohabitate the American Athletic Conference with now. It's all, we talked about this last week, there's no good option for Memphis right now. So it's just a matter of if you can do the mental gymnastics enough to say, hey, at least this adds to some relevancy. There's some proud programs there. I mean, could you imagine a league with Memphis and Stanford in it? Like, it just feels like the strangest adaptation of where we've gotten with conference realignment. But we'll can, can Stanford imagine a conference with Stanford? No, and I, don't I think, think, I think that's can, the better I question. It. I mean, personally, I think it would be fantastic. I mean, I, I mean, I don't think they're, uh, I don't think Tiger is ready for, uh, for that, you know, Condoleezza. I mean, I, Stanford I just, was part of the, the charge being led back when the PAC 12 flirted with the idea of adding Texas and Oklahoma, which hindsight's 2020 would have saved the league back in the early 2010s. Um, but at that point in time, Texas and Oklahoma would have diluted the academic brand of the Pac-12. So look right. where you're at now. Can you just like imagine the, uh, you know, and I really hope it happens someday, just the idea of like Tiger and Condi and all the other great Stanford alums having to come to Simmons Bank for the AAC championship game, like Stanford-Memphis. It's unlikely, but it's possible. But That's, we're a step closer to it today than we were in the past. It was it was it was it was, it was absolutely a hundred percent impossible before the uh, postings of today. Um, and then, what do you think? You're like a you know you're a millennial, so uh, this really doesn't apply to you. But as you know, for a lot of Memphis fans, you know they're not millennials. Um, how do you think they will uh, adapt if they have to? I mean, my partner here is 47, and he was like he was having nightmares. If, if they have to subscribe to Apple TV? You know, it's weird because I 
feel as if I am older than my age when it comes to like we still have cable. We're holding on for dear wow. life because of because of sports and because of the ease at which changing channels and knowing the lay of the land and like we have Xfinity where you have the five most recent channels that you've been watching. So on a college football Saturday, if you're jumping between CBS, ABC, Fox, and CBS Sports, maybe there's a random one in the middle or, or Fox Sports one. Um, and it's just easier. I don't like going in and out of the apps. I am a curmudgeon shakes fist at cloud when it comes to just the annoyance of trying to go in and out of those. I also like to watch sports live, live, not, not a small delay because I'm always on Twitter slash X, whatever we want to call it and watching events amongst my friends of the internet. Um, so I think it's hard. Now, I do think there is a, a future that might be sooner than later where a conference, perhaps the Pac-12 with these newfound fund members, would go the route of the, the Apple TV uh, situation. And then you're going to be forced to adapt. And we all will adapt. Let's be perfectly clear. I will just also be like begrudgingly along for the ride. Um, so John tells me that you are indeed a Britney Spears expert. So <laughs> does that make you a conservatorship expert? I don't think so, um, but I will say from the standpoint of following the Britney Spears saga and the conservatorship with her father and the fight to get Britney Spears back in control of her own financial future, financial present, financial past, and trying to reckon with how much was lost along the way. It's a word that jumped into the American lexicon, I think, because of Britney Spears, like conservatorships have obviously been around for a long time, but I would say the average American wasn't exactly quite sure what a conservatorship was until it became one of the dominating pop culture storylines for the last couple of years. I just wonder, with the conservatorship not having already been dissolved, and, and again, this is a question for all of us, but I'm curious on your input. Yeah. Would they have had to have been involved then in all of his business dealings? Because, I mean, that's the point. It gives them authority over his business deals, right? That was the deal with Britney Spears. That's why I'm bringing, you know, sort of the Britney Spears side of it. And then wouldn't they have had to have been involved in like his book deals and everything else if it hadn't been dissolved? Right. And that, and that's my, I'm with you. That's my number one question right now. Book yeah. deals, NFL career, finances, period. I mean, we saw it with Britney Spears and the, the thing that tends to happen is people who are deemed by those who quote unquote, love them or care about them, not responsible enough to be in control or not mentally adept enough to be in control of their own business decisions in life. And it happened to Britney Spears. It has happened with Amanda Bynes, another former child star. You see it happen mm. often with older people where yep. their children put them under conservatorships because as they age and memory goes and, you know, there's the ethics beyond that are complicated too. So, yes, that's where I, I'm confused of the nature of was yeah. this ongoing? Did it have a hand in that? Or was this a conservatorship that the only business dealing, because it's the only one that was in the, the ESPN article and it's the only one listed in the petition to the state um, under the guise of the finances and the deals surrounding the movie of the blind side. So I, that's like a huge question that we need answered. Yep. Um, yep. I don't know. I mean, I, I know you. You're not. Uh, you're. You know. You're not from Memphis, so you. Mm -hmm. But so you may have a, a different view of it. But there was sort of this, like you know, thought in Memphis that it was always never exactly what it seemed. Like, did you when you were watching the movie? Did you always think, oh, how? Or was there a part of you that's like, hmm, just so happy to be? I'm just curious. Like, as somebody that was not from Memphis, what did you think of you know the movie and everything? Yeah. No. I. It's interesting to look back on and I talked about this a lot on my show today because I was in Highlands Ranch, Colorado in 2009 when The Blind Side came out and we all ate that up hook, line, and sinker and as, as a young person, in this, as a young white person in this country, I have had to reckon with why some of these movies of the white savior complex spoke so deeply to us and whether it be the blind side or the help or like my most embarrassing movie that I liked for a period of time was crash, which is just awful. Um, but understanding that things are not always as they appear and oftentimes aren't the shading that Hollywood puts into these stories um, can be really detrimental in the representation of someone like a Michael Orr who has long believed that he was mischaracterized, that this was a smart driven kid who didn't need saving. Yes. Grateful for the, the help that he got, but he wasn't looking for, anyone to save him necessarily. And so for me, 
moving to Memphis, and, and you alluded to it, like you hear the rumblings. This is such a, a medium, small-sized city. It often feels like a high school, and there is a gossipy component to it. But within my first couple of months here, I remember just wide-eyed hearing tales of the blind side isn't what you think it is. And it kind of blew my world and, and forced me to like reckon with a variety of things that maybe I thought were true or, or true renditions of stories up until that point. So that was where I was. And, and I'll be honest, like I had more text messages yesterday about this story because a lot of my friends across the country aren't necessarily super involved with sports. But I think I had the most text period since I've moved to Memphis because this was a national story. Because even if you didn't care about sports, you knew about this guy from the blind side. And that's the problem. Like That's the reputation that precedes them. Are, are you more optimistic about Jaron and Team USA's chances in terms of winning the gold medal this month after what we saw this weekend, really, versus Spain? Let's throw out the Slovenia game without Luca. Yeah. Uh, yes, they're chugging along. I don't feel like world domination coming from Team USA, but mm-hmm. I'm excited about this team. I think Jalen Brunson has led them into a, a very comfortable place in the point guard role right now and, yep. and seeing Jaron grow in his physicality. And I honestly think like it, it sounds crazy and it sounds very Memphis centered, but if you, Team USA is going to win it all, it's probably going to be because of Jaron Jackson Jr. and just asserting his dominance and his size yep. in that position. Um, I'm excited to see. I hope we get a Team USA Team Spain final and you get Jaron and Santi, two Memphis Grizzlies, representing the world in that moment. I think it'd be the coolest way for it to go down. We're talking to Jessica Benson, uh, host of the Jessica Benson Show on Grind City Media. Joins us every single Tuesday here on the show. I, I, I got to ask you this because. You know, frankly, you're a woman, uh, and you're a woman who works in sports. I mean, I'm just going to be upfront. You know, like I wouldn't ask yeah. this of a male guest, but I do feel like I should ask you this. Um, as a woman who, you know, in your career, you certainly hope and all you want is 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 to be validated in the in the industry. Seeing sort of the response and reaction to the U.S. women's soccer team and and sort mm-hmm. of their unceremonious exit and sort of the way that it's. I don't know, being poked and and pointed at and laughed at. Um, like, have you noticed that? And why do you think that is? And does it bother you? And, and all of that. Yeah, I think it, it was really bothering me early on. And in the last week, I've kind of dropped it and let it go just because it wasn't, it wasn't serving me energy-wise anymore because you do get kind of bogged down in it. And I never want... I never want to come across as being like, oh, this is only happening because they're women. But it feels an awful lot like there is an added like vitriol that is accompanied with the U.S. Women's National Team because they are women. And I, I get it. They have made some people mad with their viewpoints, their actions, whatever, their cockiness, whatever, their arrogance. Um, but it still feels as if they are held to a, a different standard and there is more of an instant uh, desire to pounce and to say, ah, they had it coming, or this is funny, this is the comeuppance. At the end of the day, it's Team USA. Like, this is your country. This is the team that you're supposed to, to cheer for, to stand behind, to hope that they continue on and, and had the opportunity to go win three in a row. And now you should hope that they find a way forward to reassert themselves into being one of the top teams in, in women's soccer across the world. So, yeah, it's, it's frustrating, but you're also just used to it. Like, that's a really – sad response to that question but it's not like I'm surprised and to a degree you just become numb about it whether it be the U.S. women's national team or seeing continued discourse on discrediting the WNBA and women's basketball and even the NWSL across you know women's soccer here in the country around so you just kind of you get used to it and and you know what you're going to get with it. You know I wonder um, I wonder if it would be the same if, for example, the United States basketball team was in the Olympics, and because uh, you know the you know the men's World Cup, the basketball World Cup doesn't mean as much in America as the Olympics. Right. If they had like a you know a guy on the Olympic team that uh, like I, I do believe that if LeBron plays in the 2024 Olympics and they go out and you know the equivalent there in the in the knockout round and have their worst outing ever or you know whatever that would look like for the men in the Olympics I do think people would make fun of the basketball team too I think yeah, I think I think, I, I think, I think there's they would an, talk on it. I think there is an element of part of it is that you know Megan Rapinoe was outspoken right about you know this that the other um, political things but it's also like when you're the best and you've always been the best people absolutely enjoy watching you fall on your face Oh, absolutely. And that's where it's weird because there's just, it's almost an unquantifiable, there's just this air of 
sexism that can exist within these things, but I'm with you. Like if it happened to, we love to see people who are at the top fall. It's just, it's unfortunately the nature of society. And so there's a very quick uh, desire to jump on and be like, aha, they don't own everything anymore. And yeah, I agree. I think if the, the men's basketball team went out there, laid an egg, you'd see similar conversations. Right. They're just like dressed in a different way. And I don't quite know how to like pinpoint what that difference is. Yeah. Uh, Jessica, always appreciate your time and your thoughts here on the Thank show. You, Thank you. Thanks, you guys. Have a good one. Yep. She is Jessica Benson. Join us every single Tuesday here on the show. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think that uh, – don't you agree that if, like, the United States men's basketball team went out that early in the Olympics that they would be, like, pointed and laughed at? Uh, yeah, but but not as much uh, – I think just at the key word, vitriol, you know, there's more of that with the women, right? It, it would be – it'd be more ha-ha with the men. And and there's a lot of ha ha with the women sort of and ah yeah, but there there's also some some vitriol with it, where it seems like it would sort of yeah you got your comeuppance right there there wouldn't be that sort of spirit I don't think with the men do you agree with that yeah there, I mean that, that's the that's like the, LeBron that's the would get some comeuppance personally individually you know uh, especially if you know he was talking about you know whatever uh, you know anything political but. You know, I think I think there's always a combination of things that go into it. Um, like if if the United States was bad at at soccer, you know, like nobody points and laughs the men, right? Like because we just expect them not to well, win. We say they suck. I mean, yeah. they've been sort of that joke exactly. for a while now. Exactly. So when they lose but, in the knockout round, it's like actually, wow, this was a great outing, you know. So I think it's part part of yeah. it is is you get sort of bored with like the. Uh, the the expectation and you just you know you revel in the other side of it either either way so I don't know as I think the the United States women are just an unfortunate beneficiary of ha- having been great for so long you know eventually you're gonna you're gonna trip and fall yeah and according to who was it Sweden or yeah said we were trash talking yeah that's what we do though but some they also said that they're we're, that they're gonna be back that they're gonna raise the standard so they apparently they were well, we're too talented not to different be back Swedish and... people that they were talking to Oh, no. oh, you're saying, oh, some of them have come yeah. after. Yeah, 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 some of them did. Some, of, some them said of them said that. That's just a nice thing you say. Right, 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 right. Oh, they'll be back. <laughs> the other ones told the truth that we were running our mouths. Right. But I know you believe that they'll be back, so that's what matters. You believe that with the core of Sophie Smith. Speaking of running running your mouth during a competition, it's not Grizzlies. You see what Penny said? I did see this. Yeah. I did see this. And I, 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 I is this like bald fist? Like mythology here, like what? What, what are we? That's got? us. Like I, th- exactly. I said we just did this, and we just said <laughs> in the same interview. In the same interview. now, Penny said they backed it up. Right, right, right. So right, there's right. not. It's not right. the same energy as w- with Tennessee. But right. in the same interview with Muns, we were just talking about regretting the Rick Barnes thing. Right. Exactly. And, and we're mean, now we're calling out FAU like, for like, he said the president now he's talking well, yeah, right he said most of that was back channel that got back to him right, but right, that right, the right, players right. themselves were talking to him but I'm like but, but but it's different because he said listen they were talking the whole time and I respect it yeah because they talked all before during and after and they backed it up is his point so a little bit different but again sort of the same sort of energy yeah I don't disagree he was he was saying why that was part of the reason why he hadn't quite been able to get over that loss exactly that it not to it. forget the fact that yeah just you know. Obviously, the timeout that should have been called, everything mm-hmm. else, the jump ball that goes FAU's way. But I mean, but like, then FAU has to hit the shot and all that. You know, the more yeah. you think about that, I mean, there were that was that's what haunts Kendrick me. Kendrick had to turn the ball over first. That's what haunts me for as, them to then as get a, the as steal. As the viewer then, of it, and Jaden had grabbed that thing. Right, is not getting the timeout. Is t- Kendrick turned the ball over? But it's it was the sh- the layup you gave Elijah up. going for the head fake down uh, one, up one, I should say. Uh, yeah, that was that's what haunts me. But I, I'm not. I wasn't on the sidelines, so I don't know what was being said. But I, I just assume, I just assume it's nothing but that all the time. I just assume people just talk on the court all the time, and it's like it's a standard issue situation. I mean, it, it must have been really bad. I get the feeling that Penny gets that more than anybody, the uh, players especially. He, We've seen it. Wasn't he going back and forth with Tulane a little bit? Yep. Like that's like we've seen like the, so I and I don't I don't think that's him initiating it I think those players see him still as that young guy that freaking guy that should be in the Hall of Fame right. quite frankly for icon and they go back and forth uh, the one guy that crossed the line though was old uh, we talk about it every time my guy uh, 
That was was with the Cavs. Yes, man. Yes, man. He just tried to get dirty with it. Yeah, he did, and he did. So that's the that's the way she goes. Uh, Anyway, good stuff there from Jessica Benson. There's another uh, interesting uh, blurb about Penny Hardaway that I saw this morning. We'll get into that about someone who I respect. I don't know who it is exactly. It's a burner account, but who I respect because I know they've been right on things before. This has been a, a theme here. We're like referencing burner accounts that don't use their real names. Just be careful. But have information. That listed Penny Hardaway and their breakdown of the AAC as a potential mover. How about that? What's it mean? Where's he moving to? Get into that when we come back. Jason and John, how do you turn FM, ESPN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Well, one thing that uh, Memphis loves is gossip. Isn't that right, Jason? Oh, yeah. This is a gossipy-ass town. And so I know that there are a lot of people out there who are uh, just eating up this story on Michael Orr's adoption slash conservatorship slash whatever you want to call it, familial drama. Uh, and so we spent yesterday talking about the legal filing in Shelby County probate court after we got off the air. Uh, and I just, I feel compelled to update this, even though I realize Jeff has discussed it on his show. Uh, he talked to Sean Tui and he wrote about it up at dailymemphian.com. But Sean Tui said, uh, quote, we're devastated. It's upsetting to think we would make money off any of our children, but we're going to love Michael at 37 just like we loved him at 16. He said, oh. we didn't make any money off the movie. Uh, well, Michael Lewis gave us half of his share. Everybody in the family got an equal share, including Michael. It was about $14,000 each. We were never offered money. We never asked for money. My money is well documented. You can look up how much I sold my company for. Um, so uh, if you are wondering... Uh, that comes out to about two hundred thirteen million dollars uh, over the. Uh, How many Taco Bells was that? Six separate transactions. Six separate transactions. I don't know if that's six separate okay. Taco Bells, but uh, maybe. Uh, he said the last thing I needed was forty grand from a movie. I will say it's upsetting that people would think I would want to make money off of any of my children. So again, read me that one about the age thing again. What he said about the love. I will love Michael at – we're going to love Michael at 37 just like we loved him at 16. Do you know what SJ said to Barstool? What did SJ say? Did he echo that sentiment? I want to preface this by saying I loved Mike at 16. I love Michael now at 37, and I love him at 67. Okay, that was a I like the way they both line. did. Yeah, was, yeah, was, yeah. Was, I like uh, the way they said that we're both going to hit good, this. It was a good – They shared. They practiced. Constructed. Premeditated. Sort of, one-liner there, which I appreciate. Yeah, they both they used all the different ages. I thought I thought very similar. Dad's was a little bit more, you know, um, concise uh, and incisive. You know, he sort of, you know, because SJ kind of feels like he's like, you know, laying on a little thick with the sixty-seven. You know what I mean? Like you may not love him at, at sixty-seven. That's thirty years away. You know, you certainly don't know how you're going to feel in thirty years. So I thought I thought he was laying it on a little thick there, Jason. So I do give the edge on this statement to Dad. Um. SJ, I guess, added a little more light with his, with Bart, added a, a couple more things. Um, his basic thing is that Michael knew long before February that this was a conservatorship. Mm-hmm. If he says he learned that in February, I find that hard to believe. I went back to our family group text to see what things have been said, 
And there's things back in 2020, 2021 that were like, you know, if you guys give me this much, then I won't go public with things. I mean, they're, they're, you know, that's an allegation there as opposed to what dad, you know, he, he, he went a little further. And so I don't know if that's true. I think everyone learned in the past year about the conservatorship stuff because of Britney Spears, so maybe that's the case. But this point's like Michael's known this for a long time and essentially says he's been threatening to, you know, go public with all this if not paid sooner. Right. So, you know, Michael says he learned about it in February of 2023, the conservatorship. So SJ went a little further than, than Dad did. Yeah, well. But like you said, I mean, we, we had all of Michael's side. We were saying all day, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. this is one side, so it's only fair exactly. uh, to at least let both men respond here Look, father and son uh realistically uh you know this... now why would they have split up the book thing equally though well what 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 should they have done what like you said they're rich give give michael m- most of it yeah i mean i don't know i don't know i i can't i can't get into sean and the family's head there i, I don't know i mean i but again the, to the my to your point it's would, not a whole would, lot of money Right, so, so but and they've they've written they've written before. And, before and I mean, I, do I feel like you could sort ways. of uh, you could uh, you know explain that pretty easily? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 